What's up, Simple Passive Cashflow Nation out there? And today's podcast, we're going to be talking about religious metashares, which is these alternative health insurance items. A lot of you guys say you're on the verge of quitting your day job. And the biggest thing is, what do you do for medical insurance? Most people out there are misled to believe that you better keep having a day job so that you pay for your medical insurance. But something I've been going through lately is looking at... Um, you know, how much do these things cost? You know, it can range from $1,000 to a few thousand dollars a month. Seems like a lot of money for most people. If you've got a million dollars net worth and you're making 10% off that, that's a hundred grand. And that's a fraction of it right there. And many of you guys listing as a mostly a credit investor base have probably two or three times that much, especially if you count the debt equity in your house or your IRAs not doing anything. You, know, you got to get it on the table. You got to get working and get it working in things that are backed by real estate and cash flow. So, so other announcements before we get going here, we are getting into the holiday season, which means we are going into myself and my team are going to go into planning for the annual retreat in Hawaii. That's going to be January 13th to the 16th. It's a Hui Five. So it's like kind of the fifth big event we put on. Great event for you guys. If you guys haven't interacted with our group to at least come out once and see what we're all about. Personally, I, my eyes were wide open well back in 2015 when I started to meet other investors up until that point, buying rental properties from 2009 to 2015. I thought I was crazy for buying properties, not for appreciation in places like Seattle, California, Hawaii and investing in these lesser known secondary markets, like how we do today with the apartments. If you guys are interested in that, make sure you guys sign up for the club at simplepassacashflow.com slash club. As everybody is pre-vetted, right? We want to know everybody who comes, as, unlike a lot of these other conferences you see out there where it's a, it's a fake it to you make it group of wannabe general partners. Our group is really the only one out there dedicated to purely passive accredited investors or LPs. So we want to know who is out there for obvious reasons there. And we also want to filter for the right people who are fun and who are going to make a great experience. And for people coming out to Hawaii to meet, we've gotten great feedback from the past year. So Anyway, if you guys have been to the past retreats with us, shoot us an email, team at simplepassacashflow.com and be compiling those ideas from past participants and make it even better. Even if it's just, I want to go on a sunset cruise this time, or I want to go snorkeling, whatever. Let us know what you guys want to do or any other ideas on. One thing we're big on is we put people on small tables after they've gone through a couple of days of getting to know each other and icebreakers and getting that comfort built up so that they do feel comfortable opening up and being authentic with other people. And that's really where you get the good stuff. And unfortunately, you don't really get this with some of our other events that are like a few hours or a pop-up here or there, or we just came back from Huntsville, where we unveiled the new 230 unit Cheese Creek Apartments, which looks amazing. It's something that's real special when you get people to a remote location like Oahu in Hawaii, which we'll be doing in Waikiki, by the way. Uh, and then also when you get adults together for a few days in conjunction, things really open up. And I'll say it for myself as an adult in my 30s, going to be 40s, it's really hard to meet friends, especially ones that aren't just living the old pay off your house and work to your 60, 70 years old investing in the 401k nonsense. We've got a bunch of folks, a very eclectic group that kind of question the status quo and doing things very differently. And the sad thing is a lot of for a lot of you guys listening, I was there at one point, you're ashamed to do it this way because nobody, everybody thinks you're crazy out there. 
but uh, come to Hawaii and jump on board for that. I think I do believe the info page, if it's not set up already, it may be set up come next month, will be simplepassivecashflow.com slash 2023 retreat is the sign up form there for more information. But if that, here we go with the show. This is a story about a dude named Lane. He moved to the mainland and bought one place to stay. And then one day he went and tried to rent them out. And then he became one real investor man. Hey, Simple Passive Cashflow listeners. Today we are going to talk about meta-sharing programs. And this is one part of our series that we're going into healthcare insurance alternatives after you leave the W-2 day job. And you're not grandfathered into one of those legacy health programs after you're retired from your employer. You guys can find all the show notes to this and the other podcasts we have had on the topic, simplepassivecashflow.com slash healthcare. But today I've got Jeff Antizoni. Jeff, why don't you give a quick background on yourself and then we'll just roll into the material here. Yeah, absolutely. First off, thanks for having me on the show. Enjoyed meeting with you. Yeah, that was fun connecting with you. I kind of, I'm six foot five, so I didn't really see you there for a while. And somebody pointed you out, hey, he's down there. And I looked down there and there you were. But anyway, my humor for today. But, But anyway, I'm definitely not an expert on this. I wouldn't call myself an expert. I would call myself just somebody that was sick and tired of paying a lot of money every month to for health insurance for me and my family. And I decided to do something about it. But a little bit of background about me. I'm a periodontist. I practice in Louisiana. And about a year and a half ago, I started the debt-free doctor. It's actually debtfreedr.com site. And it was geared more towards dentists and physicians and other high-income earners about how to get out of debt, different ways that, that I did it, we were able to do it. And then plus some basic investing, and now I've gotten more into the passive investing, real estate, syndications, those sort of things that, that you teach your followers and your listeners and coaching members. So that's a little ba- background about me. There you go. Yeah, so a lot of set the problem. A lot of people, they leave their day job and they leave this health insurance behind. And something I've been looking into is there's a cost to this and it's not insurmountable. And For a lot of people I ask who are in this financial independence path and investing in multi-million dollar deals, they uh, they say, I ask them, why aren't you leaving your day job? I say, because of healthcare. Did you know that that only costs 500 to a thousand, two thousand dollars a month potentially? And so that's what we're going to talk about one of those alternatives today, which is meta sharing. And uh, so I guess, Jeff, why don't you define what meta sharing is? And how people use it. About a year and a half ago, we were paying $480 a month for my family. It's my wife and I and two kids. And we got a notice from our December, we got a notice from our health insurance that said it was going from $480 a month to $1,600 a month. And I said, man, this is outrageous. And Because at that time, I had a $12,000 yearly premium, premium deductible, $12,000 deductible a year. So I was pretty much not even using my health insurance because I was having to pay out of pocket $12,000 a year. Uh, luckily, we're a healthy family. And we don't have to use it that much. But I just didn't think that paying now 1600 a month, like almost $20,000 a year for what? 
you know, for nothing. So I, I was like, there, there's got to be a better way. So I started looking around and uh, talked to other doctors, talked to nurses, just talked to other people, friends. And I kept hearing this thing called healthcare sharing programs or also called healthcare sharing ministries. I didn't really know much about it. I'd heard on the radio a little bit about it. Started doing a little, re- little bit of research. And basically what these organizations are, they're not health insurance. They're, and I guess the easy way to, to describe it, because I like to talk in, in analogies, because I'm from Louisiana, I'm just a simple dude. But if you think about you and your, where you live, in your neighborhood, your neighbors, and if one of them gets sick, and they're in the hospital, and you look over there in their yard two feet high, you would probably maybe pitch in and mow their yard and help them out. And that's what how this is structured. So when somebody has a medical need, people pitch in their money and share, and it goes directly to whatever medical bills they have. That's the simplistic way of explaining it. If you've been listening to the Simple Passive Cashflow podcast since 2016, you have seen me well change my mind a few times. At one time, I thought buying a bunch of rentals was the way to financial freedom, so you could be that cool guy at the local real estate club with all the other misguided landlords. As I became an accredited investor, I discovered the three-step system that we use today. First, syndication deals where you don't invest with dishonest operators to get better returns than the 401k financial planner garbage. Second step, get passive losses to unlock the tax best practices that the wealthy employ. And last and least impactful, number three, infinite banking. If your net worth is not yet $1 million, check out my free turnkey rental remote e-course at simplepassacashflow.com slash turnkey. All right, speaking to accredited investor to accredited investor, my one, two, three system is very simple to implement, but it requires plugging into a community of purely passive accredited investors like ours. Join our investor club for more insider access. Go to simplepassacashflow.com slash club. Those who are looking to deploy more than $250,000 their first year or make over $300,000 in annual income or net worth over a couple million dollars should really look into our exclusive inner circle called the Family Office HANA Mastermind, FOOM for short. Learn more at simplepassivecashflow.com slash journey. So think of it like in your cul-de-sac in your neighborhood, but think of it with potentially 1,000, 10,000 people in that sharing program or even more. Exactly. Yeah, it's tens of thousands in a, in a lot of these companies, and just it's growing astronomically just because of the how much the health insurance premiums have skyrocketed. And like my first, I was trying to sharpshoot these things, and I think, what if to use your analogy in Louisiana, your next door neighbor happens to be a four hundred pound guy who happens to deep fry crawfish oil in powdered sugar and Oreo cookies and sprinkles. And drink How do you know my beers. neighbor? My neighbor? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be in his medical sharing program. No offense, but you would think that stuff happens. But it's the benefit of not having to pay all these outrageous and inflatable health insurance costs. That's where most of the benefit is coming from. We kind of- I really think that their costs are so much lower because they're. Because if you're with one of these big insurance companies like Blue Cross or one of the other larger ones, I'm just randomly like a, like choosing a, a name. Or yeah. all these other, yeah, even a Kaiser. Exactly. What I mean, think about, I don't even know, but I'm sure you could look it up online, how many millions of dollars a year they spend on advertising. So a lot of your money that you would spend would go to pay for their advertising. 
versus these healthcare sharing programs or ministries, they don't have all of that. And I think that's one of the main reasons why they're able to really decrease the amount that members have to pay. And not only advertising, but just think of corporate waste. How many of my investors are nurses and doctors and most of their times are not helping patients just doing all the BS coding and all the paperwork that's required. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know a lot of these positions ex- existed and people will say, I always ask what people do and they're like, Oh, I'm a coder for health insurance stuff. That, that's a, seems like a really boring job to me. Right yeah. <laughs> exactly. What are the, other than like your healthcare company is MediSharing options. The only thing you found. Uh, there are different, there's different companies out there, MediShare and Samaritan. Those are two of the larger, these sharing organizations. There, there's, there's probably 10 or more, but I think they pretty much all work the same way. So when you have a, if you have to go to the doctor, you have a, a medical event or whatever, they have, and I'll just, and I'm more familiar with MediShare because that's who I'm with, but I think that MediShare and Samaritan and then Liberty are probably the three largest ones, most popular ones. And they actually have network providers, just like an insurance company. And with MediShare, they actually give you an ID card and it has on there your group number and it looks just like an insurance card. So you go to the doctor, you go to the hospital, you get your work done or whatever, and the provider will send their bill, and in this case, to MediShare. And then the, and the, so basically the provider notifies MediShare and then if everything's approved, MediShare will transfer funds from other people. So every month, you have, they have what they call it's a sharing account. So with health insurance, you're paying every month your monthly premium. In our case with MediShare, every month you have, it goes into a share account. So whenever somebody needs your money, it's basically that money is shared with other people. So if, if you're out there surfing in Hawaii, and you get knocked off a big wave and you knock your head on the surfboard, you go to the hospital and it's going to be $5,000. They basically just pool up $5,000 from other MediShare members. They will pay your bills directly. What I like about it is because if you're paying, when I used to pay my money with insurance companies, I would just write a check and that's it. But what I like about MediShare and these other companies, where your money's going, it'll actually say, hey, your money's going to help out Lane. And it doesn't say what your medical problem or anything like that is, but they will let them know, hey, I'm actually, my money's actually going good. It's going to help somebody. Just like taxes. Think about how much taxes we pay. It's just a waste of the government. I would love to know where my tax money is going to help this a certain person that's in need. But unfortunately, it's not like that. Some of these really small medical sharing groups, they'll actually have you send them the money directly and... You're also supposed to give them like words of encouragement, right? You're not one of those really small ones, are you? The I know Samaritan is the other one, is another main one. They actually will, your money, they'll actually tell you where to send your money. They do it very seamless. It's not, oh, is my money going to get there or whatever. It's, but that was one of the reasons I like MediShare because I'm sending them my money every month versus Samaritan and maybe some of the other ones that you have to send to somebody else. Yeah, But they have something called an AHP or an annual household portion. And what that is, that's like your annual deductible with insurance. And there's, with MediShare, there's seven, seven different ones. 
and it ranges anywhere from $500 a year to I think like 10,000 or 10,500. So again, just like insurance, the higher your annual household portion or your deductible is, the lower your monthly premium or your monthly share is going to be. So basically, if you pick $10,000, you have to pay out of pocket $10,000 and then MediShare will kick in to start paying. And very similar to insurance program, it goes through some factors such as age, the number of people, et cetera, et cetera. So it's fair amongst different participants. Yeah. And another thing that I didn't realize until I'd been doing it for a month. So we were paying $480 a month. It got jacked up to $1,600 a month. And then once I got MediShare, it went down from 1600 a month to, I think, $330 a month. So it was actually less than I was previously paying. So I've been paying for a year. And then I started, I'd gotten an email about, have you considered doing a changing from your standard monthly share to what they call a healthy monthly share? And I said, I don't know anything about that. What is that? So basically what it is, it's an option for people that are healthy, have a healthy lifestyle. They'll actually, if you meet the qualifications, they'll actually have you do your blood pressure, your waist measurement, your BMI, your body mass index. So if you, and I did this for both myself and my spouse, you do it, you verify it, it'll actually lower your rate even more. So now it's, I think ours is $271 a month for a family of four. Wow. So think about your savings, what it could be, especially people that are retiring early, they're financially independent. It's a huge savings. So I'm looking at the website here and I'll put a screenshot into the simplepassivecashflow.com slash healthcare as you guys can take a look at later. So that kind of helps out the your poor neighbor there who needs to lose some weight. Probably not going to qualify for that nice discount then. Probably not, no. So right now you're paying a little under 500 where I think most people who don't have health insurance retire at age 60, hopefully. They're look, probably looking at what, 2000 per family? sort of the normal per month yeah yeah it's well over a thousand i mean it, yeah it's from most people that i've talked to it's anywhere from 1500 to 2000 or more and we're under 300 dollars a month it's huge and it also includes dental they have a dental it's included vision is included and then something that i haven't used but i know is getting more and more popular is the, the telemedicine to where if you don't want to leave your house I think this would be especially good with kids. When you have a kid that's sick, a lot of times you don't want to go to the pediatrician and sit in the waiting room and pick up all these other diseases and stuff if you know that you're just going to get like a antibiotic or something like that. So they have a telemedicine that they do 24-7 where they'll connect you online with another doctor to see is that something that they can handle online with the camera looking at each other or do you need to actually go in and physically see a physician? But you're paying like what a quarter or a third of what most people are paying. And it's just absolutely very similar to like people who buy a turnkey rental, they're probably making about, I'd say 20 or 30% a year on their investment. Then you look at the people in the stock market at index fund, they're making like five to 8%. And it's like, where did all my money go? People are paying one thousand, two thousand dollars a month on their health insurance, yet you're paying a quarter of that. Yeah, it's like that's all the money went to advertising and corporate profits and all this 
paying the salary of this coder who loves their job coding all day long. Absolutely. Let's talk about some of the cons of this a little bit. Those three providers you mentioned, they are all religious affiliated. And you take us through some of the, the, what are the things that they don't allow and and kind of their methods? I'm pretty sure they're all fairly similar. If you can actually go to the MediShare is the Christian Care Ministry or CCM is the company that has MediShare. And they actually have a they actually have a statement of faith on the website. And yeah, you basically have to be a believer. You have to and and like I was telling you before we started our conversation, they're not going to come and follow you around to make sure you're not smoking and drinking and doing all this stuff that that you're saying that you're not doing. But you basically just have to acknowledge that follow their rules. I'm not going to use illegal drugs. I'm not going to abuse alcohol. I'm not going to you know, do, I think, tobacco, sex outside of the marriage, that sort of thing. And you basically just have to sign it. That's how it is with MediShare. And it's, that's probably how it is with the other ones as well. So that's really the, the only qualification, the main qualification, which I guess for what you're asking, it, it could be a negative for some people, disadvantage. Again, it's not a, another con I get that of these. Again, it's not a health insurance company. So I'm really not sure, but I think there may be just a handful of states that that still don't accept it. I think most of them do now, but there may be just a few. So you may want to just check with that. I think there are certain restrictions regarding pre-existing conditions, very similar to health insurance. I think before you had to be in the program before becoming pregnant, but I think that maybe have changed now. I'm not 100% sure. But whenever I got into it almost two years ago, that was the case. Some of the pre-existing conditions like diabetes and things like that, they may just have to have you pay a little bit more. Again, if you're healthy, you're going to pay less. If you're not healthy, you're going to pay more. Very similar to insurance. Yeah, Yeah, no different than insurance. I think probably the main disadvantage for us, whenever we switch, we had a health savings account. We had a high deductible insurance policy that was associated with a health savings account. With these types of organizations, you cannot use a health savings account. But again, you're saving so much money. What I did was just took the difference and put it into a fund or something like that because it's going to be a huge difference. I don't even contribute to my health savings account anymore. I'd rather just invest it. That's a that's my own choice. Another right. con to this is they don't they won't pay for certain procedures that aren't really aligned with the faith, right? Like abortion or whatever. Correct. I would check out their website for you guys. And we've got some of these the major rules I'll cut and paste into the show notes. But yeah, you know, I think like this is just an option for folks and Jeff and I are not giving financial advice and if you get a health sharing program and they they don't pay for something don't come and sue us jeff (laughs) exactly i'm just telling i'm just sharing my experience with them i'm a customer for them i don't work for them another simple way of saying this because everybody is familiar with this this is nothing more than crowdfunding for healthcare. think of it like that but oftentimes the things that if you find yourself on the side of majority it's time to pause and switch directions yeah Absolutely. And have you heard of any issues with them not paying for certain procedures or just any difficulty them fighting any claims or 
in your experience? Well, we've, from my personal experience, we've used it. We've had a couple of issues. I have two boys, so they're always having issues with sports and with going to the orthopedic doctor. So we've had some x-rays, and I actually just had an issue with my knee, so I did an MRI. We had a little procedure for my son, and they pretty much covered everything that they said that they were going to cover. It was very easy, very seamless. I actually did some research before I joined and got online, and there may have been like just maybe one or two instances where something didn't get paid or whatever, but 98% of the reviews that I had read, they were all positive. But again, like you said, I'm not saying if you apply to one of these, something could happen like that where they may not pay. Again, I don't work for the company, but from my personal experience, from talking to other people that also had it, plus looking online, it was all very positive. And it's not like health insurance haven't snaked their way out of claims themselves. So either way you go. I deal with dental insurance every day, being a periodontist. When I say deal with it, my staff deals with them. And I actually, I'm not going to name any names, but I personally know people that are dentists, but on the side, they work for these dental insurance companies. And I'm sure it's probably the same way in health insurance, because for dental insurance, you have to submit your x-rays, you have to submit notes and all that, which again, is similar to health insurance. You have to have a healthcare provider look at everything and go, okay, this person is saying that this patient needs X, this procedure, I'm, am I going to approve it or am I not going to approve it? And these people that are dentists that actually work for the companies, they tell them to stall. That's their stall tactic. They want to delay it. They want to drag it out. They want to keep saying, oh, I need more information. I need more this. I need that. So they, they want to keep your money as long as possible. So it's growing. They don't want to pay right away. And, and that kind of stuff doesn't happen with these organizations. So that's from my experience of dealing with these, because we call them daily for patients. And it's always, hey, we need more documentation. We need more charting. We need more this or that. And it's just a stall tactic. The person that gets hurt the most is the patient because they're frustrated. They're paying all this money and they're saying, I'm paying all this money every year and they're not even paying for anything hardly. Unfortunately, the patient's the one that gets the worst, the shortest end of the stick, so to speak. So I've actually talked to another guy, probably going to have him on another podcast in the future so we can dig into this subject more. But see, he said the procedure on these medical sharing programs is you figure out what you guys need and then you submit it to the company. And then there's a little bit of procedure of making sure that, hey, are you going and getting the best pricing? Is this what you really need to solve the problem? And then at that point, they try and expedite this as much as possible so that the most important thing is you getting the treatment and getting it knocked out. But you're essentially a cash pay person. That's what he's yeah, kind of said. That's our experience from visiting with the orthopedics. They MediShare contacts us very quickly. They want to expedite it. Like you said, they want to get it paid and it's, it's more beneficial. They're just trying to base it, makes it more beneficial to me, the patient versus delaying pain. Yeah. And this even works for, say your son goes to the dentist for a cleaning for his teeth. Something as small as that, is that what's the procedure there? The same thing the dental, you, you could be a provider just like health insurance. So same thing. The dentist is going to get their money when they're supposed to, but more importantly, the patient that gets their teeth clean, they're going to get that paid for quicker instead of having to wait and wait on the explanation of benefits called an EOB form that they send out. And it's just delayed and delayed. So the procedure is your son gets a cleaning, the bill, the invoice gets sent to the MediShare company, and then that billing gets taken care of there. And then your share that you need to pay, if any, 
gets sent to you. No different than how the insurance company works today. Correct. Okay. All right. But anything else uh, you think we need to cover on this subject, Jeff? I have two articles. One of them is about MediShare and then one of them, because people started emailing me after I put that article out, I did. The, I also broke down the differences between MediShare and Samaritan, which at the time when I wrote the article, again, those were the two biggest healthcare sharing groups out there. So I broke each one of them down and had the differences between the two. And again, the advantages and disadvantages of the two. I would encourage people to, to do your due diligence, take a look at them. If they want to contact me, more than happy to contact me again. I just would tell them exactly what I've been and telling you just from my personal experience and I'd be more than happy to help them if they have any further questions about it. But it's just been a great thing to free up so much annual extra money every year. I'm still working. It still is a big deal, but I'm still working. A lot, of, like you said, a lot of your listeners that aren't actively working anymore and living off of passive income, this could be a huge financial boost to them every year. Or more importantly, uh, just that one last excuse why you shouldn't be working at your day job when you got all this cash flow to replace your W-2 income. So thanks yep. for joining us, Jeff. Uh, I'll link up in our show notes here, simplepassivecashflow.com slash healthcare. I've also got medical or Medicare information, the podcast we did there. We'll get one of the providers here on the podcast too in the future. But go ahead and share this with your guys, folks. If anybody who is nearing retirement and doesn't have health insurance, there's definitely an option that I'm going to go down myself personally. I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.